Hey guys, before we get started this week, we wanted to let you know that we set up a Patreon. You loved it in public radio, and now we do it too. <laughs> yeah, so if you enjoy the show and you want to support us, consider heading over to patreon.com slash nocat, that's N-O-C-K-A-T, and you could listen to the episodes on Mondays instead of Thursdays. That's yeah. that's all we've got right now, but we got awesome stuff planned for next season. Yeah, we've got some big ideas. Big, crazy ideas, and... <laughs> We really do. It's really a ridiculous couple of things that we want to do. We're not going to reveal them yet. No, not yet. But get excited. So consider going over to patreon.com slash nocat. And with that, enjoy the show. Well, it's dense around here. Digga, 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 digga. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go. It's episode four. It's four? Four. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're already on episode four. I don't know what to say about this episode. I mean, are you ready to make some progress? You are an asshole for saying, telling them that. I'm just saying you got to play the game to get further in the game. And that's what's about to happen. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Did you want to do a disclaimer about the... I'm just going to say, uh, I uh, I don't even know what to say. Um, there were some dirty jokes in this episode. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> we need to think about this, obviously. Yeah. Because as we've been going over the season, we have so much more to say during the episodes. Right. But I don't know what to say about the episodes. Like, just in general? In general. I don't know how to lead these off. Well, why don't we just kick it off then and just do it? Well, I guess I do want to say, uh, yeah, sometimes I have a really dirty fucking mouth, and in this episode, I do. With that, where we left off, Cecil became a paladin. Mm-hmm. He is no longer a dick knight. Yeah, he shed the he shed the chains of his past for a future of do-goodery. I don't know. It's, <laughs> and we're traveling with two child twin magicians and an old man. <laughs> and so we head back to uh, the town. Cecil gained a level. Cecil gained a level. Cecil gained a level. What the fuck? Cecil gained a level? He gained like How four many? levels. What the what hell happened? Oh, because he's starting Cause he's over. Paladin. Six. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh. So he was really born again. He was like a baby. He's like a new, a new <coughs> class, you know. So wow. The level six paladin. But he's got crazy HP. It's because a level, a paladin of any level is better than a a dick knight. A dick knight. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the moves that our magic twins can do is a move called twin. Yeah, it's like a dual casting thing where they both cast at the same time. Yeah. Through the power of twin. A twin! Twins! And twins! That was the worst commercial. What commercial? Do you remember that? Oh boy. Right, let me get this up right now. I can't describe this to you. What was it for? Dumb. I think so. Oh wait, was it a Coors Light? Yeah. <laughs> this uh, uh, the infamous Anne Twins Coors Light commercial turns 15. If if you're around our age, you almost certainly remember this commercial. Yeah. I was too young to drink, or to think about how disgusting it is to sexualize twins. Too young to drink, too young to think. Exactly. That's what they say. 
Oh yeah. With the twins. Ah, no! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa! I I forgot all about that. That was <laughs> the yeah, fucking worst twins. thing ever. Yeah, that yeah. is so gross. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Those specific twins have their own Wikipedia page that you get on the first Google search page if you Google and twins commercial. <laughs> and twins. Oh, what the fuck? How? How was that ever okay? I don't get. That's what I mean. Damn. Like, even if it was 15 years ago, how was it ever like, okay? That wasn't okay in the 50s. <laughs> it was the 90s, man. The People 90s were evolved. Were they were like fucking this. awesome. It, it got to the point where it was wait. Like, this might have been 2001 or two. I know. The, but 90s, the 90s might be clean, early 2000s man. 2000s got to the point where it was like. You know what? Fuck all that proper bullshit. Like, let's just be out there. And then it's like, what's out there is like, fucking twins on TV. God damn, dude. Like it's so shit. fucking gross. Uh, I never understood, like, any piece of popular media where it's like, oh my god, hot twins. It's like, you know they're fucking related, right? I know! <laughs> they're fucking sisters! Gross. <laughs> the, uh, this article's really great. Aaron Evanson and John Godsey were making a th three-hour trip from Indianapolis to Chicago in the fall of 2001 when they hatched the idea to rhyme friends with twins. That's how the article starts. That's a hilarious start to the article. Yeah. The, at the time, they worked for the advertising company Foot Cone and Belding. Foot Cone and Belding? That's yeah, like, those are names. Well, let me just do a twin move right now. Oh, fuck. And twins. And twins. <laughs> <laughs> Together, they'd been tasked with cooking up fresh ideas for Coors Light. The instructions the Golden Base Beer Company gave Foot Cone and Belding were simple. Create something that would resonate with the early to mid-twenties demographic of men and incorporate music. These guys are scum. Evan and Godsey began brainstorming. Godsey thought back to a song he'd heard on the radio Friends as a child. and twins. It was an old country hit, Godsey said. I love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks, slow-moving trains, and rain. And I love you too. I was like, what if we change the words? That's the actual quote from Godsey. It, it, this article seems to say that the quote from the guy was, what if we change the words? They swapped out baby ducks and pickup trucks for two things their target demographic might find more appealing. They also worked in hanging with my friends. And that's when the twins came in. They needed something to rhyme with friends. And they're like, if you say it like friends, then twins rhymes. I mean, it makes sense because you're like, yeah, we rhyme twins with friends. And you're like, yeah, we'll get some hot twins. And that'll sell beer. I mean, it makes sense. It makes, unfortunately, it makes a lot of sense. It makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. That's its problem. At one point, 
a few years ago, I don't know, a while, in L.A., a childhood uh, friend of mine, like, came to visit me and, like, brought with him this, like, scary fucking, like, meth head Arizona desert rat uh-huh. that I guess was a childhood friend of his who, like, grew up in a different direction from him. Uh-huh. He, like, didn't realize it. He was, like, doing a childhood friend tour oh. and, like... Picked this guy up and brought him to my house. And by the time oh, he man. got there, like, my friend was, like, terrified. Oh, no. And, like, this guy, the skeeziest dude I've ever dealt with in, uh-huh. in real life. Right. I had a female roommate at the time. And I remember he, like, looked at her and he said, like, you got any friends? And that's the only oh, fucking time I've heard anyone say friends God. like that. And listening to this Coors Light commercial is making me flash back to oh, this, like. Oh, my God. Dude, it was insane. I I text. She like left. And I texted her. I was like, "Don't come back to the house until I tell <laughs> you this God. guy's gone." Luckily, he took off like that night. Wow. But, <laughs> I mean, he he was the whole package. He was like bald, <laughs> wearing like fox biker gear, like uh-huh, you know, like uh-huh. the dirt bike shit, right? And had like a tweaker van, uh-huh. and like he took a shower in our like they got there, and he like was like, I need to take a shower, like I haven't slept in three days, and I was like, What fuck, the holy fuck? shit? <laughs> he took a shower, and I remember my roommate came back, and like the bathroom just like smelled so fucking bad that she just like drenched the whole thing in bleach. Man, I, <laughs> but if anyone is saying friends, like brains <laughs> worry the, about it's, it it's definitely like the rapiest thing you've ever heard in your life that's the thing like was what a way to ask if she's got a twin sister i exactly <laughs> and it was said like that too where he like tipped his head forward and oh looked at her upside God. down and was like got any friends and she was like excuse me and oh he repeat he even repeated he, repe- it. he was like, he was like <laughs> this he was is like oh I excuse said. me you might have not <laughs> understood and my poor friend was like trapped with this person this right. was like his traveling companion oh, that he man. was like he was like i don't know what the fuck to do Man, this guy is like crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know, but he can't stay here. Well, he's he's <laughs> who the commercial was for. That was so insane. I was not ready for that. <laughs> Apparently, their boss initially hated the idea. <laughs> How do you think they turned him around on this bad idea? They fell on their sword and they were like, you don't understand, this is the only good idea on the table. I love that. This is the only good idea on the table. That's quite an argument. That is great an ar- a great argument. I just remembered also this guy, when he showed up, like my friend was coming to LA and had plans of what he wanted to see, but this guy was driving. So they were like stuck to his agenda. And his <laughs> agenda was like, he was like, I had this sublime shirt that I really liked, but like I lost it. Do you think if I went to Long Beach where they're from, I could find a cool sublime shirt? Whoa. And I was like, you can find a sublime shirt fucking any at the mall. Right. I was like, there's not like a... A sublime store. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> anybody, but like, like I don't think that in Long Beach there's like a sublime shop where you can get like the the better sublime, the better shirt. sublime I, shirt. This this was like where his thinking was at, and so he took my fr- friend on like some nightmare tour of Long Beach, looking for a, the sublime and store, buying drugs. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like this guy had the crystal madness. Probably a slight case of crystal madness. (laughs) (laughs) I love how much this article is throwing the guy they interviewed under the bus. Because they're like, they're like, they do a direct quote from him. We did one version that was kind of like a Sex Pistols, Blink-182 kind of vibe, right? It was great. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. It's really solid. 
But then John Ferreira, the composer, was like, well, dude, I've got this riff, man. And it was like, bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> this article's amazing. Uh, is it real? God, see, I, I, it's from the Washington Times. Is that That's a real publication, it's right? It's gotta be. It's got the name Washington in it. And so. Times? Godsey thought the riff sounded like something Limp Biscuit might come up with, in a good way. He wanted to use it. <laughs> I love that, in a good way. In a good way. What is in a good way? <laughs> yeah. Found carrot. Oh. How do I use carrot? I don't know, because you can't use it out here. Come on. Dude, chicken. This is... Okay, chocolate. Can I use it while I'm writing a chocobo? Oh. I can't. No? Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure at some point it's gonna be like, it smells like chocobos around here. And I'll be like, carrot. Carrot. It's like a catch line. Oh my god. Chicken. It smells like chocobos around here. Yeah. Well, we all know what that means! Party, park, park, like park, party, party, party. Carrot! <laughs> 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 This keeps getting better. We played it when the client came in. At the end of the day, Leo Kylie, who was the president of Coors, was like, I've got one thing to say. Twins. <laughs> oh my god. This is so funny. This the, the guy who wrote the original commercial on the night that the SNL sketch aired. He's like, I just started shaking. I was freaking out. I was like, whoa, 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 what's happening? I was trying to wake <laughs> I was trying to wake my wife up without waking our baby up, and I was like, you've gotta get up and watch this. I've only ever had two life goals, SNL or The Simpsons. Makes sense to me, I guess. Mm -hmm. This guy's life goals are to be made fun of <laughs> for being horrible. For being a terrible These person. These are the people who are programming over half of television. Yeah. Their fucking <laughs> thoughts are the ones that are like the reason television exists. Yeah. I just want to point that out. This guy and like that way of thinking <laughs> is what is mostly on TV. You couldn't be less wrong. Just it. Bleh. Men are simple creatures. All we did was tap into that. <laughs> we had like the, no one's ever thought of this before. It was we, genius. We had so many wives and girlfriends when they found out we did it, almost thank us for it because we made fun of their spouse and boyfriend. Almost thank us for it. Sounds like they're confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. He says, <laughs> it's a man cave of a love song. So that's kind of how it was. It was in no way meant to be misogynistic. That was the furthest thing from mind. It was just what would be funny. It was. It a would be funny if one guy fucked two sisters while... It would be funny if those two sisters also maybe, like, fingered each other's pussies while they kissed. <laughs> And the guy, like, it'd be so funny too if also maybe the guy stood over them and <laughs> masturbated while we all at them like, yeah, you want my cum, you want my cum, don't you? And they go, yeah, we're hot sisters, and we want your cum on our body. It would be hysterical, bro. Give me a break. Yeah, there's nothing funnier than, than a sexual fantasy about twins. What the fuck? Who, who is the, like... Oh, man, 
man, it's a good thing we live in a different age. I'm sure there's no advertising agency yeah, in the world who would make like anything, anything like that Anything even close. <laughs> oh my god, that really... That hurt. <laughs> I literally cried. I was laughing so hard. I'm glad you liked that. It's just so funny. Like, I just love how dark, how fully you... Man, you went there, you know? You really went there. And then I looked at my friend Jeff and I said, Bro. <laughs> they said they're unsure of how the Love Songs campaign would be received if it was released today. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know what it would, what the reaction would be. I think there's like a war about culture and it's really just a war to sell more advertising and the whole thing makes me feel like I'm losing my mind. Right. Because controversy gets eyeballs. <sighs> anyway, we go to the inn. <laughs> <laughs> um, pardon me, but may I be using the staying of your beds in the place? For the sleeping and recovery of the heroes of the world saving Is Yeah, what are we team. this time? Are we the heroes of the world saving team? The heroes of the world saving team. Let's go. Let us go. So we're in that town that we stole the crystal from, so everybody there hates us. But we're a paladin now, so it's probably fine, right? They still hate us. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what can we do? We've already renounced our dark ways. What else do I need to do to convince you? But look, you know, at the end of the day, it's like someone can come up to you about something they did to you in the past and be like, look, I'm totally sorry, but I'm a different person now. And it's like at the end of the day, you still did that. Right. And I, I don't still care hate you for it. Yeah, it's yeah. my decision to hate you or not. Forgiveness isn't in my heart. Yeah, no one is owed forgiveness, especially not Cecil, the man from nowhere. Well, I'm a paladin now, so I wonder if she'll still fuck me up. Damn it! No, come on! I changed my ways, you can see! Yeah, I'm totally different now. They're still mad, I understand. Yeah, they don't- As a paladin, I'm full of forgiveness <laughs> and righteous justice! <laughs> I'm a pig again. Ha ha ha. So we go back to the elder who gave us the twins. I felt guilty, but I had them spy on you. But it turned out that there was no need for it. Well, okay. Feel guilty? I don't understand. Yeah. How do you describe this? <laughs> okay, so the elder who sent us with the aforementioned tweens. So the tweens. It's, I, this is my least favorite plot point in the game, as I think I've already said. He sent them with us, and now he's apologizing because he sent them to spy on us, but it turns out it wasn't necessary. Which implies that they were sent to do something more than spying. It's right. like spying is not the word he means. It's like, right. it's like, Pushing us into danger, killing us, making sure we do what sabotage we say. Right? Sabotage is that, yeah. I, but, sabotage would make sense, but they. But that's in, not anything what that point they do. Were they were in any position to sabotage us. They help us fight everything. The whole conceit behind, <laughs> like, it, this would be better if they erased it. Yeah, this conflict here. It's like a twist that's not a twist. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. Like, it's it's like a, they turned like, out to be good people. That you thought all along. Uh, you didn't have them, like, try to kill me or anything. He was like, hey, when you come back, tell me what happens. Right. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I'm sorry we deceived you. What could the writing of this have been that would make sense? I think it's a case of, like, we deceived this person, but then it turned out, like, we weren't... Because they, they did deceive me because he was like, no, go they, with him. And I was like, okay, come with me. They, they didn't, like, secretly follow me. 
but they they indicated that they were I think what you as a savvy player were supposed to think when they like indicated that they were spying on you for them is like these are bad guys and then them like coming out here being like listen I'm really sorry I didn't tell you but we were spying on you but then it turned out you were awesome and they're like they're just like it turns out we're not bad guys either yeah, what? Do you know when you start to, like, you're talking to someone, and for some reason you start arguing, but then you realize that neither of you are arguing? Do you know what I right, mean? Right, yeah. Like, there's, like, a slight miscommunication, and you're like, wait, You're we're arguing both, over semantics. You and I are both saying the same exact thing right, right now. Right, right. It's like, that. maybe that's what happened in the game, is that it, like... I don't know, man. I don't know that that's what happens. I, that's what it feels like, is it's like they start talking about what happened in a different way, but they're saying exactly what happened still. I'll take it. I don't totally <laughs> I understand think, it. I, I, this is the best I can come up with. I do understand. I, you don't, but Cecil does. You did the right thing. I deserve it. What? You deserve it? Now you're getting back into confusing shit. But you have overcome your past and become paladin. That sword... The Master Sword. I received it on Mount Ordeals. I made an awesome ordeal. The description upon this sword is exactly the same as the Mycidian legend. If there were just like a place you could go that if you walked to the top of it, your past would be like absolved. Right. Like no matter what you had done. Uh huh. Can you imagine like the line to walk <laughs> to the top of this place? I guess what I'm saying is like, what if like the confession booth at a Catholic church were like harder to get to? Like the act of going to it required a buy-in that would it's people, not like it's people more would effective. at least be like, fuck, that guy's serious. Yeah. <laughs> he climbed all the way to the top of a he, mountain. Yeah. Some people die doing it just to say he feels bad. Like that would carry some more weight. I yeah, guess. you're right. <laughs> Think about it. Build churches in hard to reach places. That's, I guess that's what that's the advice monks do, right? They're like at the so. tops of mountains in Nepal. There's like, got to be Buddhist temples that are easier to get to. That's true. But I mean, there's ones where it's like, man, if you want peace of mind, like you, just, you go all the way. You there. go all the way. Legend? Okay. What? So out of nowhere in the middle of this conversation, you go to a blue screen. And the blue screen starts rolling text. Yeah, this is like the next remix from the first game. It's like in the first game, there was a prophecy. Right. Lucan's prophecy. Right. And now we get another prophecy. And the prophecy makes no fucking sense. It never makes sense ever. I don't understand it still. I've heard it many times. I, I've watched us play. I, we played it. I've watched us play it again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're commenting on us. Like, we're I pulling still it don't apart. understand. It still doesn't make sense to me. One to be born from a dragon hoisting the light and the dark. This looks like the opening. Arises high up in the sky to the still land. Veiling the moon with the light of eternity. It brings another promise <laughs> to Mother Earth with a bounty and mercy. This is a new prophecy? Maybe the prophecy is not about Cecil? No, I think it totally is about Cecil. No. Because it's talking about going... All right, do your pitch. Okay, go, uh, okay. One to be born from a dragon. Right. Rydia's oh, mom. Yeah, yeah, Rydia's mom was a dragon. dragon. Yeah, okay, you know, okay. And Rydia is a collar. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she wields both the light and the dark sword and also the, goes up wait, to the still land in the sky. The well, it says something about wielding light and dark. Well, 
And then it's and we were dark, and then we became paladin. That's true. And then it mentions I mean, Rydia does come with us to the moon. It's true. It could be a prophecy of all. Yeah, and we. But it's one born from a dragon. We were spoiler for something that comes later in the game. It turns out that we were born. Our dad is like a moon man. Is our dad a dragon too? No, I don't think so, because old man number two, his name is escaping me. But Fusola? Old, old Ma- Fusoya, yeah, old magic man number two, spoilers, uh, <laughs> is, a, is a Lunarian, right? He's a moon right, man. Right. He's not a dragon. He's not a dragon, no. Lunarians are just human-looking people, right? I think so. But then but the Zemus prophecy is mentions like a going to the Dracula moon. guy. I don't know. The prophecy <laughs> mentions going up to the still land in the sky, mm-hmm. which I and then it mentions something about the moon, which is a really interesting way to describe the moon. The still land in the sky, which I assume that's what they mean, and you got to bring the light to that. It would be funny if this was just like bad poetry our dad had written our dad the lunarian who's like a ladies man yeah and he's like you you know it was just left behind it was it was something that he used to say to the ladies yeah and everyone is just like held on to this it's like this is gonna mean something right and it doesn't and it like kind of there's we can draw connections right more like a real prophecy it's like some nostradamus shit right like it doesn't feel like it was written for this game it feels like it was written and you could look at the game and go like there is a moon right there's dragons i mean Right. Could draw it, it lines. kind of fits, yeah. Light called me son. What is that light? I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> uh, is this, uh, is this heading into a stupid reference? Yeah. I do not know what it is, nor do I know what the legend means. But we Mycidians from generation to generation are told to wish for this legend. We're told to wish for it? We were, this is the Hall of Wishes that we're in. Okay. I think they mean pray. Yeah. This looks like a temple. Sounds like That's the wishing a, room. Uh, the, <laughs> That's the greatest way to the wishing room. That is the <laughs> best name for a church I've ever heard. The Hall of Wishing. Come kneel before the Come altar and wish. wish. <laughs> Every night before I go to sleep, I sit by my bed and I wish. And I wish. <laughs> I wish to God. I wish to God. <laughs> I wish for my family. I wish for the legend. I'll avenge Anna with my medium. Avenge? You mean... Golbez took my daughter's life. I will make him pay for it with medio. I'm gonna Do smack him with my medium. vengeance, Tella. Moreover, you are in no condition to use medio. Fuck you. Old, shriveled frail, weak cock of a man. You cock of a man. <laughs> we must go back to Baron and get their ship to fight Goebbels on equal terms. Very well, I open the Serpent Road to go to Baron. Alright. God. I will confine myself in the Tower of Wishes and wish for you all, Paladin Cecil. I'm gonna wish for you all? We're right. It's prey. Yeah, they just didn't want to make this religious. They're you know, every time wishing. Every time is a little heavy and here's the thing. Every time that there's another school shooting, everybody's always sending their wishes and prayers or wishes and thoughts. <laughs> thoughts and wishes, wishes and thoughts. It's not over yet. You told us to help him. Please allow us to go with him. Please let them. They're so useful. So they opened the serpent road for us to go attack Baron. 
Right. This is looping back to the very beginning. We found that teleporter that was switched off. Mm-hmm. It's now turned on. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back and sneak into Baron. Infiltrate the castle. Infiltrate the castle where we started. He's also like, thus this may be your destiny. Like, I don't know. Maybe. I do like that attitude. He's like, thus anything is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> you didn't die. Thus. Cecil and Tella, please look after these two children. Cecil and Tella are like, oh, you got to be kidding oh, me. we got to be parents now. Three men and a baby. <laughs> Three men and twins. And twins. And twins. Two grown men and, and twins. Oh, they no. get to separate them and each individually sleep with them in their oh. own rooms. Is, is that clear? Is that the bit? Because they're twins and there's two adults and they can take them it's into separate rooms. because in this case they're two children. Oh, shit. You're right. And they're I didn't not mean even it like the that. same gender. No, I, I just meant two men and adult female twins. You mean like the the one non-gross twin fantasy where two men happen to be dating twins, twins right? And at the end of the night, they, they separate. They go to their separate. They're places. like on vacation, right? At, like a family vacation because they're engaged, and, and the, yeah, they're going to be <laughs> exactly. brothers-in-law soon. Or, That's know, my like. concept. The 50s twin fantasy, <laughs> not the 90s twin fantasy. <laughs> like, no. Well, that was a lovely dinner. Come, Margaret, we have separate rooms. Like, <laughs> that fantasy. Yeah, exactly. You know what we can do, don't you? Right. right. Oh, no. Never worry, I'm with you. Okay, I'm counting on you all. Thanks, old man. Calm down. And let's go. Eat my shorts. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for it. Now, go to Baron through the Serpent Road to the right of this town. <laughs> to the right of this town. It's right. It's, it's not even it's to the right. Yeah. It's from every angle that you're going to see it, it's to the right. We will be wishing for not only you, but for all those living on this earth. That is so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. God, I mean, when things in life just get too much to bear, and I don't even know if I can go on anymore, sometimes to clear my head, I just go in my room, I close my eyes, and I just wish. <laughs> I just and then I just feel better. <laughs> I feel so much better. It's also like, talk about stripping away to what it really is. It's I like, would disagree. I mean, it's like, wishing is so like, uh, I want this outcome. Let right. me just say an outcome. Right. I don't know. Maybe I haven't wished properly, you know? <laughs> but isn't that what praying is? You're just like, and I pray that, like, everything goes well for me, and I win the lottery, and, uh, right? No, that's not what you're supposed to do. I don't know. I'm a Jew. I think... In- I-, I love I say that, like, Jews don't pray. There's, like, there's they've there's never no done tradition it. of there's prayer no tradition in the Jewish faith. What are you? Are you crazy? What I really mean is, I'm not a Jew. I'm a non anything. What I really meant, what I meant was, I'm Reformed Jew. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. We the more accepted way of it is, you're sort of like, okay, these are the things I'm concerned about. But you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just hope gonna that leave they them go to you, well. God. I hope they go well. But if they I'm don't, gonna wish. No, but they, you don't. But like, I'm if that were how it is, no one would believe in God. Period. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's why they call it praying, not wishing. Because that's why. Because otherwise, people would be like, "Oh, this is dumb." Okay, praying and wishing are not the same thing. All right, I'm gonna preface this by saying you said maybe I haven't been wishing right. I probably haven't been praying right. 
but go on because well, I, first I think they are is semantic okay you think it's funny that they call praying wishing in this game because you know that they're not the same thing because they're different words second no, of all the point i just made mm-hmm. in the in the context of the show was that if they called it wishing that would reveal to everybody how stupid praying is okay beyond that <laughs> I'm going to get a little metaphysical here. All right. Let's talk away, Robert Krolwich. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God. I hate that I'm the one who has, you're making me take this position, but I have to. I, yeah. just to. Just to pull the rug out from under you before you start. It's a dirty trick. I'm not gonna... <laughs> In an ideal world, praying is an attempt to reach a subconscious part of yourself that you're not in contact with otherwise, to like influence the feedback loop of what the world is made out of. Okay. It's not wishing. You're not sitting there going like, I pray that I find $20 tomorrow. Right, right. It's like, a, it's a, it's... It's deeper than that. It's on a level of like setting in your brain, saying to yourself things that will influence how the world unfolds before you. How is that not what wishing does? Because think about all the people who are taking wishing and being like, okay, so take one of your wishes and Mm -hmm. make it reality. And if you wish this and you put it into the universe, then it's going to influence your future and your reality so that it becomes reality. I mean, I suppose, but like the layer on top of that that prayer has is people who are praying believe in, let's say, God. Right. So there's like a release, so a letting go of the want. of their brain, they're not just talking to themselves. They're like stacking bricks of consciousness up. <laughs> well, but what is the actual effect of this? You know what? I hadn't thought about it, but the actual effect might be similar to wishing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you wish really serious, I mean... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's professional wishing. It's, it's professional it's wishing, wishing to... Maybe, I, I still think there's, you know, because no one has ever wished by chanting the same thing over and over and flogging themselves. I want a bike for Christmas. I want a bike for Christmas. <laughs> I want a bike for Christmas. No, it's, yeah, okay. I want a bike for Christmas. Point <laughs> taken. Point taken. Like, prayer is like a much broader thing than wishing. You know what I mean? Interesting. <laughs> like, that type of prayer is you're flogging yourself I'm because saying... you have to give something up of your own self And so hitting yourself or flogging yourself in whatever fucked up ways that they used to do it was a way of giving to the wish God. You know what I mean? Like, like, so that your wish can come true. It's like I'm giving up something. But it's not of myself. Praying is not about something coming true. Like that's where inherently it's different. Right. The argument I'm making is that like it's inherently a mindset where you are humbling yourself and pulling right. yourself below the world. Well, that's it, a you know good what point. I mean? It's like, it's like just thinking there's about... There's a reverence to it. Like, okay, okay, like okay. It's, okay. It's, it's, a, it's, not about, it's not about, like, personal gain. Right. Whereas wishing is inherently... Personal almost, gain. Usually right. tied to personal gain, right? Well, I'm just trying to think about, like, okay, a family around the dinner table, they are praying before the meal, they're giving thanks for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the good things in their life, and there's also the clear implication that they hope that that goodness continues and that right. they continue having food right, on their table. Exactly. But it's also inherently giving up the idea that you put that food on the table and kind of like giving it to this other thing that was responsible for your food being on the table. Right. To me, in that moment, what it's really doing is reminding you to be thankful for what you have, which is different than wishing. Yes. But 
reminding yourself to be thankful is not what prayer is. I think it is. I think that's part of it. I think it defi- I, it's got to be part. Hard of it. to argue because I don't really pray and well, I'm not religious. The, yeah, so I'm like <laughs> taking up this position. Having this conversation. Well, I'm not going to label myself as that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm taking up this position. But right. like, I don't know why I'm taking up this position. Well, because you, somebody's got to be Crowich. That's true. I never thought about it. <laughs> Somebody has to be Robert Crowich. <laughs> No, I think that I'm being too flippant. At the end of the day, like uh, in honesty, no, but I'm being too flippant. We started was I was like, wait a minute, you have a point about wishing. I like, do maybe think maybe wishing is more valuable than I thought it was. Like I, maybe we meet in the middle. I here, think that's it. That wishing is higher than I thought it was. Exactly. And prayer can is be, lower. You know, there's there's a spectrum of both. Right. And there is a place where they meet. Right. There's a there's, place where they meet. Wishing goes down to something really stupid, like I wish that I'll find five dollars. Yeah, prayer a, goes up to the heights that wishing can never reach right. of making you a better person and understand your life on mm-hmm. a deeper level. It's like meditation, but not quite as good. You're talking about what wishing is. I yeah, I don't know. It's may, maybe a weird holdover from my upbringing, but it's like something fundamentally distasteful about equating them to me still. <sighs> This is why wars happen. Are we about to go to war? I, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this whole pod, by Final by Fantasy the- 15. Either way, I think we can agree that this is not a hall of wishing. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to think about this for a while. But it does call the question, if they change praying to wishing, what are they praying to in this game? Are they praying to Jesus? Because it's not Jesus, I can tell you that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Jesus. When you think about it, mm-hmm. Cecil is a Jesus character. Yeah, Some god is, from the moon came down and impregnated an earthling. That's true. He's and like now the he's savior like, of mankind. Mm-hmm. And he goes through like, I mean, Jesus was always good from the beginning. You know, but Cecil does like a redemption thing. Jesus, famously an asshole Famous, for the first 18 years. Right. <laughs> I feel like they did this because at the time this was released, like, you know, like parents wouldn't even let their kids do stuff that they considered might be sacrilegious. Right. So they were like, they're praying to what? In God's name are they praying to in this game? Oh, it's the teleporter from the beginning of the game. Oh, it's going to take awesome. us right it's inside. Go back into, and they're, they're going to be like, wait a minute, how did you even get in this castle? And we're going to be like, die, everybody. I bring you death. That's what I've brought. So we go to the Baronian Inn and we find... Karate Man Yang! Yeah, we meet back up with Karate Man Yang, who has been brainwashed by Golbez, who apparently has selectively amazing powers of influence. (laughs) This is a really remarkable, (laughs) ongoing thing that they never explain that Golbez can do. Is that because of the crystals he has the power to control people it's sometimes? It's never explained. It's just like he's a powerful The sense guy. I get, because we keep making that joke about like the person being like, oh, I was, I was under a spell the whole time. Mm-hmm. Trust me. It sounds like he's just really persuasive. That's what I was going to say. It could be a spell, or he could just like make a lot of sense when you talk to him one-on-one. You right. could be like, you know what? You're right. You should have all the crystals. And you know what? Fuck that Cecil guy. Right. And then you get far enough away from him, and you're like, what the fuck was he talking about? Fuck Cecil. Cecil, that's my friend. Yeah, exactly. What do I even... People used to talk about this with Steve Jobs had this ability. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because they talked about it as... They literally called it the reality distortion field. Mm-hmm. 
because you would go in and he would be like, and then you're going to make this and you're going to do it in like two days and you're going to like create this entire system and you're going to be able to do it. And they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to go do it. And then two days in, they're like, I can't fuck, I can't do this. Like, yeah, he's just a guy who can like talk circles around you in a way that like you don't know which way is up by the end and you're just kind of like, you're on board with them. Yeah. Yay. Dang. It's me, no, Cecil. He doesn't remember. Get him. What did they do to you? Not A2, Yang. A2. Same thing that happened to Kane. It's all happening. It's got to do with rhyming names. Kane and Yang? Those don't really rhyme, do they? <laughs> no, not anymore. They told you I was bad at rhyming. I can't tell. <laughs> Cecil, Leviathan attacked us, and I don't remember what happened after that. Yeah, a good excuse, asshole. Yeah, seriously. It seems you're being utilized by the Baron while you're amnesiac. While you're amnesiac. I think that actually is proper... Stri- I think you can really? say it like that, yeah. Not an amnesiac? Or while you have amnesia? But wait, forget about amnesiac. You're being <laughs> utilized by the Baron? Who the fuck is the Baron? We're in Baron. I really I mean, don't know you, about you know this what? one. I mean, th- never mind. Like, I can't make this point every time they write something that doesn't make sense because it just <laughs> happens constantly. So, Yang, I am sorry. Well, I guess if you're sorry. I am a paladin. I have infinite. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm glad apology. this is telling more of a story, but the way it tells a story is like conflicts are brought up and then dealt with like in a breath. <laughs> like, people yeah. like get killed and everyone's like, well, I better move on with my life now. Look. Yep. <laughs> well, because they're like, they're like, our town was entirely destroyed, but you know what we need right now? Rest. Yeah. <laughs> Yang. Like, Yang. We gotta says, go get him uh, and avenge everybody, but first, little nap, little nosh, relax. <laughs> then we'll go get him. Iridia right. was swallowed by Leviathan. I'm telling you, Leviathan's gonna be on our side. I don't know what happened to Edward. You're totally right. Radia's gonna come back and be like, I have the power of Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be sweet. Where am I? We are in Baron. Soldiers will hear us. Let's talk over there. Yay! We got him back. I do love this little detail that, like, you're talking to Yang in the inn, and then he's like, come on, we gotta go to, like, slightly over there in the inn to talk. Yeah. Like, it's not (laughs) really a different place. There's nobody even in this place to begin with. (laughs) Beating the guards? That's great. Stay at my inn. It's free. This guy's like, fuck the police. (laughs) Wait a minute. Whoa, is it happening? Is everyone getting in their own bed? Oh, it only happens when it's oh, like... Now, okay, now we're doing another... Let's introduce everybody. This happens all the time in this oh game. God. <laughs> Who is this gentleman? Tella, the sage, Edward's father. Audience, Tella, we know this. My daughter this. loved him, even sacrificing her. I mean, fuck, enough. It's enough. It's and enough already. It's enough, and we're not even close to the end of it. It, it could never stop happening. You get to, like, the very end of the game, it's and it's It's in still the final happening. scene. Yeah, it's in the final scene. He hasn't met this old guy or these kids. Okay. Eat my shorts. Anyway, we must rescue Sid. But it won't be easy to sneak into the Castle Baron. Are you sure? Don't we have a teleporter? Well, we got into the town. We got to get into the gotcha, castle. Gotcha. Yeah. I have a way in. Oh, key good. He has a key. With this key, we can make it. Golbez must know that like his powers can be affected. Like Once he's turned someone, they can be turned back. Right. So instead of like doing away with Yang or hiding him somewhere or killing him... He, like, gives him a key to the place. 
Did he get and the says, key from like, Golbez? Welcome aboard. You know, like so you he work had the here key now. from Golbez because he was like in charge of the guards. Yang, he just erased Yang's memory, which is different right. than what he did to Kane. Yeah, it's like he's trying new stuff on everybody. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like some <laughs> people are getting replaced with monsters. Some people are getting their memories erased. Some people are getting just convinced to do shit. I, it's <laughs> insane. The fatal flaw continually in Golbez's plan is not just that he turns these people instead of killing them, but then he like employs them at high levels. There's a, weird, there's a weird element here where, like, we were t- we've been talking a lot about how dumb Cecil is and how trusting he is and all these different things. But his brother the is also dumb. Brother is dumber than spoilers. Uh, spoiler alert. Quite the piece of metal. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh no. So it's kind of hard to tell what just happened here, but what did happen is Haley was playing around with a toy barbell, a barbell that's made out of like kind of a heavy rubber. It's a dense dog toy. It's a dense dog toy. It slipped off the couch, fell directly onto the machine, and now we're looking at a blank screen, but the music is still playing. Yeah, I know you're going to think we're making this up. The dog turned it off. (laughs) The dog turned off our fucking machine. Again. Really? Fuck, Haley, you dropped a barbell on it. It's a toy barbell. It's a dog toy barbell. And I was like, that's in Prime Haley location. <clears throat> Fuck. I think you're gonna have to reset, maybe? I mean, the music's still going. Son of a bitch! Why? How long ago did you say? It's been a while. <laughs> Not that long, but I mean... It's... Come on. Come on, Haley. What's... What? I mean, what the... Fuck. Really? I was even like, this one doesn't have a button. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. And you were like, she was like challenging something. Hold my beer. Yeah, it doesn't have a button on it, but apparently if you nudge it just a little bit, the video is going to cut and you have to reset. (sighs) Oh, boy. I don't have Yang yet. That far back? We should have been saving more often than that. But I totally get it. Look at look at her. Haley. She has no fucking idea. She has no idea. She's like, what? She's like, what? Are you gonna Why throw it? Why are you it? mad at me? Are you gonna throw it? <laughs> Man, what if we never go a season without that happening? I just. <laughs> Man, it's like thirty. Not <laughs> short amount of time. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> At least we don't have to pay any attention. What? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Holy shit, man. Like, it's not a lot of gameplay, but like, lots of bullshit happened. It's a long time. I think you lost like a half hour. It's really frustrating when a half hour of your life has gone by and it's just been wasted with nonsense and bullshit. Just a bunch of bullshit, you know? I'm sure none of you out there can relate to that. That was also, look at this barbell. It's a bark bell, by the way. Haley, don't break the Nintendo. Haley, come here. She's probably like, look, I keep trying to do you guys a fucking favor. Yeah. And you just, don't get Aww. the message. You're so cute. You're, You're so, so cute. cute. I mean, I gotta think that we're gonna say goodbye to Porum and Pollum. So we're walking around some water caves, sneaking into the castle, and we run into some electro fish. You know what those fish probably have in them? Car batteries. They're electro fish. Yeah. 
there. So what you're gonna want to do is you put the fish there in the water. It goes up to the heroes, and then they all float up to the top, and you scoop them up. So whenever your magic users. Magicians? Sorcerers. Mages. Magicians, mages. <laughs> However you want to put it. Wizards. Whenever they're casting, they're sages. kind of like doing this like motion with their hands and mouth that's kind of complicated. What is she doing? Who, when they do this? Well, yeah, when they're doing the... They're casting a spell. They're like... Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, they're like... <laughs> yeah, they're like <laughs> saying <laughs> the magic words and moving their hands around. <laughs> They're all just scattering as they're using. They're waving their hands in a magical manner and and scattered. Wait a minute! If you rearrange the letters in scat, you get cast. I'm a cast man. I'm gonna cast all this magic. That's true. I've never been more proud of my genius. How did you fail at solving the broom puzzle? When you can do this. When I can do <laughs> scat and cast. I, I, oh, man. Skills I didn't even know I had. Yeah. John Scatman. John Scatman. Stephen Scatman. And George Scatman. And George. The Stephen and George Scatman. The worst <laughs> band of all time. <laughs> the Scatman Brothers. It's like one of those old records from the 50s where yeah. you see the three of them and they've got like barbershop quartet hats. Yeah, they totally. They just scat over one another. It's incoherent. I kind of feel like we shouldn't have been allowed to be a paladin based on the fact that like even though we were like I don't feel good about this. We still like took those people's crystals. We still did it, even though everyone around us was telling us not to. It's like, don't make somebody with a checkered past the Pope. Well, that's why the guy who gave us the power was like, this does not make me happy to do it. But you're the guy who's here, so... So, here it is. What am I gonna do? So yeah, we returned to the castle, and our old friend, Bygen... The first guy who ratted us out. The first guy who ever fucked us over is like, come with us. You ready to die, motherfucker? Welcome back to Baron. What's wrong? It smells like a monster. He's lying. Where? Where is there a monster? It couldn't be me. Something's fishy. Can't you act a bit better? Palom and Porum are like, you smell like a monster, and then we fight him. And it, it, he becomes a snake monster. Now, you see, when you're a monster masquerading as a human, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're doing it expertly, I mean, you got, like, the human suit, like Men in Black, mm-hmm. and you've got the gloves that have actual fingers, even right. though your hands are snakes. Your hands are still <laughs> operating the fingers, like, with your fangs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you got to make sure not to forget to put on some salve or something so that you don't smell like <laughs> a monster. little cologne, little touch of the deodorant. Because otherwise... The human children, whose senses are slightly more heightened than the adults, because they haven't spent a lifetime, you know, breathing in noxious fumes and smoking cigarettes and stuff. (laughs) Their sense of smell, they can still smell that monster immediately. So that's what happened. He smells like a monster. Bye, Gan. I knew it. Oh, wait, we can attack his arms. Okay. Okay, yeah, his arms are snakes. And his head is a snake. Was he always a monster in the skin? See, here's what I think that's not clear in the plot, is that the king and by, like, all the people at the top who are working for Golbez have been replaced by monsters. But Yang wasn't replaced by a monster, He and Kane wasn't replaced by a monster, they're just... 
No, but it's clear that that's like not reliable. So for the king, you don't want someone to slap him and him to go like, wait, what am I doing? But he gave the key to Yang. Look, I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. All right, king. Cecil, I'm happy you returned. Your majesty. I see you've become paladin. But I do not like that. That's not good, Cecil. King Baron? Baron? Who's that? Oh, I remember. He's the fool who refused to surrender. Oh, 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 yes, I took his place. Ha, 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 ha. You! Okay, so yeah, everybody's getting replaced by monsters. He mm -hmm. took his place. I mean, a main plot point of the game is that the monsters are increasing. It would only make sense that they're <laughs> the increasing. The humans are decreasing. Want to see the king? <laughs> want to see a dead body? I'm not like Millen. Yeah, I didn't think that guy had what it took to it's be one of the four fiends <laughs> of the elements. How many are... Wait, hang on. Are the four fiends, like... Then one dies and we gotta pick a new fiend and like hopefully this one's like a good fiend. Maybe that's and, like, what hopefully maybe the that's heroes what saying won't come. Is, like, you shouldn't have given him that position because like you only get to get a new fiend once every generation of the crystals or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, so <laughs> then you are not some fucking loser like Milton. Yeah, he's sucked. Yeah. <laughs> you are the real fiend of Spider Man. Yeah, what is he? he it looked like he jumped into the spider. Indeed! I am the fiend of water! Kainazo? Kainazo. Is that, like, Kane, our old buddy? The king of Baron turns into the water fiend, so we're fighting the water fiend. Knocking the fiends out one right after another is part of the game. Yeah. Lightning the shit out of him. That was it! I you guess if do? you know the, his weakness, he's just fucked. And they were like, I guess if you take the time to go to school where they're like, water guys, you're gonna wanna lightning them. Then it's easy as shit. Stay in school, kids. Shit, a famously easy thing. Easy as shit. After beating the water fiend, we immediately rescue Sid, the airship guy, which was our entire goal for coming here in the first place. So Perfect. Mission accomplished. Sid, let me show you around. These are the twins. Oh, so, yeah, let me uh, tell you this everything. Is Yang, the this is Yang, the karate master. The karate master. He comes from the town of Fabel. We all have reasons for being here. Let me explain all let of Let me the explain reasons. it again. And as yet another scene where everybody we know introduces each other to each other happens, we're going to break for the episode. Yeah. That's episode four. So much happens in this game. So much happens in this playthrough. It's like as time is going on, things keep happening. <laughs> it's you know almost I mean? like that. Ever... It's, it's a little bit like that. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and rate and review us on iTunes and find us at noonecanknowaboutthis.com and nocatpodcast at gmail.com and on Twitter and if you want to support us with dollar bills head on over to patreon.com slash nocat that's N-O-C-K-A-T and with that here's a little taste of next time on No One Can Know About This man can't believe I connected scat and cast you know all the same letters I'm a genius. It's like you never see what's right in front of you. <laughs> the connections. You just gotta see the trees for the forest. Yes. Right? Because when you're looking at some trees, how do you know if it's a forest or if it's just some trees? It could just be a handful of trees.